0: welcome to episode 3 of this is the XFL podcast I am your host Sean Hawkins Uh, first off I want to thank everybody on my Twitter and on uh, the podcast sites um, for supporting me in the last week or so since I started I have 93 followers on Twitter had about 50 listens on uh, my podcast I know that's not sound like a whole lot but for you know a guy who's just recording on some headphones and his and his phone, you know, it's it's a big deal. Um, and I, I'm having fun. I can't wait to travel down this road um, to 2020 um, and kind of start. Then you know, really get into the podcast doing the, um, you know, pre-game, the post-game previews, reviews. Hopefully, some fantasy stuff. If FX FX XFL finally um, has fantasy. You know, I'm I'm just a guy recording on my phone. Um, it's raw. It's unedited. It's just me. Um, occasionally, one day I'm gonna uh, hopefully have a co-host or two. You know, I plan on doing some of the other XFL podcasters' shows. Um, they reached out to me, which is which is huge. If you're listening to this, thank you. Um, thank you uh, for reaching out to me, like Thirst and gold Podcast uh, out in California. Um, there's some there's some people just inbox me on on Twitter. You know, saying hey what do you think about this idea and this idea for the XFL and and it is great because uh, I know they listen to the show you know if, you, if you're listening and you're on my Twitter you know leave me a review on Twitter leave me a review on whatever podcast um, system you're on um, but especially on Twitter you know share you know tweet at me tell people to listen to me it, it means a lot I'm not trying to get famous off of it I'm just trying to have some fun you know my girlfriend she, her and her son stay with me um, on the weekend so during the week I'm just here kind of by myself and it gives me something to do and uh, it's fun, and I enjoy giving y'all information. Um, so, today I'm going to be ranking the XFL stadiums. And, and I like these stadiums. And again, this is just my personal opinion. Um, so, don't tweet at me. I mean, you can tweet at me, and you can give me your opinion, and I'm going to probably ask for it. Um, you know, when they announced the cities, I, I was wondering, hey, what stadiums are going to? Because I think a lot of people thought those going to go to towns that didn't have football. I said they went to most towns that have football but they went to different stadiums on a lot of them um and I'm gonna rank them eight to one um I like how they went from pro teams stadiums baseball stadiums college stadiums soccer stadiums um I really like the different the different stadiums they have included for the xFL and I think it's gonna ha- add to the ambiance of it the different settings and everything so I'm gonna start with number eight I'm not gonna go too much detail on each one I'm going to some um, and why I don't like them and why do you like them and whatnot but I'm not gonna go like in-depth cuz I my show is gonna be more easy listening you know 20 minutes tops 20 to 30 minutes maybe if it's a good topic for now you know come draft time and all that I'm gonna be more in-depth but you know right now it's just kind of like an easy listening thing Um, and kind of just something you can listen to while you work out when you're way to work or just when you're bored um, hell, sometimes I listen to my own podcast just to hear how I sound. I love my voice. Um, so here we go. Number eight's going to be controversial, and a lot of people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, it's MetLife Stadium. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, that's probably the nicest stadium out of the eight. And you're right. It's a very nice stadium. Um, it's in the biggest city in the world. My problem with this stadium for the XFL is it's too big. I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not downing... The XFL. I'm excited for it. I'm not negative about it like some people are. Some people want it to die. Hell, there's people on their Facebook going about, "Oh, it's gonna fail again." Why do you like their Facebook if you think it's gonna fail again? It's not that I don't like it. I love MetLife. As a WWE fan, I'm excited about WrestleMania being there this year. They've had a Super Bowl there, even though it was crap. Uh, they've had a WrestleMania there. They've had big concerts. Um, my problem is two things. One, it's too big. Two, it's actually three things. Two, it's in New Jersey. It's not even in New York. And three, there were smaller stadiums, like soccer stadiums, in New York, like where the Red Bulls play and stuff, that they could have went to. But instead, they're going to have to tarp this off. And if you look at the picture of the stadium, you know, it's kind of three-tiered. They're going to have to top off the top. Let's be honest. Don't, don't, don't come at me going, oh, they could sell 80,000 tickets. No, they can't. Um, I'd be surprised. I don't, again, I'm in a bad way. 30,000 probably tops. I could see them filling up the first two little sections with the top. You know, the top nosebleeds are probably going to be roped off now or tar- tarped off. But the way they can fill it up somehow is two things. One, get a big name player. Get a Tebow. You know, get. Um, I have to admit it, Get a Colin Kaepernick. Get a Michael Vick, even. Which I doubt he'll come. But. Get somebody like that and make the tickets cheaper, like you've been talking about. They've been talking about making it family affordable. If they can do cheap tickets, then maybe, maybe one day they'll be able to sell it out. Again, I'm not doubting the XFL. I love the XFL. You know, I'm excited for it to be back, and I'm glad they got a team in New York again. Hopefully, it's the Hitmen. When the names come out, we will talk about it. Um, But I just think it's too big of a stadium for what they're trying to do. I mean, it makes no sense why. They have an 80,000-seat stadium one place. I talked about this on episode one. have an 80,000-seat place one place. Then, bam, 20,000 you know somewhere else. Um, I mean, I get that it's New York. I get it. Um, b- everything's bigger in New York. It's the Big Apple. It's the biggest city in the world. And, of course, Vince is going to go there because he has a heart on from New York. But I just think it's too big for what the XFL is right now. Um, so that, that's number eight. I know it's going to be controversial. I, I, I know... That I'm probably going to get tweeted at, especially from New Yorkers because they love their stuff up there. Um, But I just think it's too big for what they're trying to do. So, my number seven is the Dome at America Center in St. Louis. I'm so happy that St. Louis is getting a team. And I've gone on record on my Twitter saying, I think I'm going to be rooting for St. Louis because they're the little underdog. I want to say underdog, but they're. That's the orphanage like they're they're the orphan in this whole league They didn't have a team for a while and in my next episode episode four I'm gonna be going over the pro football history of st. Louis starting from the st. Louis Cardinals through the Rams to the XFL uh, Like a brief little history of st. Louis football. That's gonna be my next episode Got a lot of love and retweets on that. So I'm pretty excited about doing that episode um, Probably sometime next week um, The reason why I don't like this stadium, and um it's because it's kind of dark and dingy. Like, I, I remember watching Rams games there, and it's just kind of dark, dingy. Um, I mean, I know that's how they had it, probably. But, um, I just don't, I don't like, the, it's not appealing to the eye, I guess. Now, I, I know there's a bunch of football fans with my podcast. And my only person that hates the Saints Stadium, it's like dark and smoky in there all the time. In the Superdome, in New Orleans. That's how I kinda of feel like this is when it was the Trans World Dome and Edward Jones Dome. That but it was home to the greatest, you know greatest show show on turf. And they had some big they had some big um big events there. Um the Rams spent twenty one years there and you know it's been kinda of, not empty, but they've just been doing kind of concerts and stuff there and using it for the convention center and whatnot. But now football's back. Football's where it belongs in St. Louis and again it's it's the older it's the oldest one of the oldest stadiums in the league in the x f l we might be the oldest to be honest with you um it's dark it's dingy, but if St Louis is are getting football back and since it's gonna be the first game there by the time this rolls around for about five years um or right at four really, but we're gonna go five years. It's gonna be rocking it's gonna be rocking inside the dome come twenty twenty if it was me. The first week of the season, you have the LA team travel to St. Louis. Prime time uh, that that first Saturday, I think that be that should be game two of the double first XFL double header, LA at St. Louis. Let's get this, let's get it started. St. Louis can be in the Eastern Division, LA is gonna be in the Western. They're only gonna meet, I think once, if I'm not mistaken. Let's um, let's do it at the dome. Let's let's open the XFL. What's you know what? Let it be the first game. We need to open. 2020, February eighth, at the dome in St. Louis. Let's bring football back to the fans by getting it back to the fans in St. Louis. So let's do that. Let's do the first game. The XFL people, I doubt you're listening, but if you are, please, God, your debut game in St. Louis. Please, going be loud. It's gonna be rocking. Football's gonna be home in in St. Louis. Gonna be home to the fans. Um, please, just bring it there again. It's nothing against St. Louis. Nothing against the dome. I just think it's dark and dingy. Not the best thing to look at. Um, so that's number that's number 7. Again, all the stadiums are nice. This is just me ranking them. Um number number 6 is StubHub, the StubHub Center. A lot of these stadiums I've seen on TV a lot. Um the Dome's been a while. Some of the some of the upper ones, you know, I'll be talking about later. I haven't really seen um a football game there, and you'll find out later what I mean. The the pros of this place is it's a soccer stadium. It's smaller, it's more intimate. And, you know, it's 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 compact and that's what I like about some of these stadiums, how small they are. It's gonna make you feel close to the field. The downside is I've seen the Chargers play there, you know, the last couple of seasons and it just don't look appealing really. Um and, you know, they talk about LA being a football town. And I talk about this on my cities and you know venues being announced. Episode episode one. LA hasn't really been coming out for their football teams. Like I don't know if y'all noticed or not. Um, Chargers. I don't think they had a damn home game since they've been there. You know they fill up that twenty thousand seat stadium with away team people. Um, And then you got the Rams, who's also in LA. I know they don't play StubHub. But the Rams couldn't even sell a playoff game last year against my Falcons, so it makes you wonder, you know, if if that's maybe why they picked a smaller stadium. Thank God they didn't go back to the Coliseum because that place is a dump. Um, So at least they we went to a newer area. You know, it's home of the it's home of the Galaxy. It's a, it's 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 you know it's it's a soccer stadium. It's their, that's their primary tenant. Um, it's a nice stadium. Don't get me wrong. Um, I like the way it looks and everything, but it's just. It's just don't look good when they're football there. Like, I've seen the Chargers play there. It's not really that good of, you know, looking at a stadium. Um, I mean, but, I mean, it has a pretty good atmosphere. Um, for, you know, because the soccer team is close by. I mean, they've had soccer events there. It's going to host some of the 2028 Summer Olympic stuff. Um, they've had concerts there. I just, I just don't like how it looks doing football. Um... Now the crazy thing is the MLS cuts been there a few times You know getting 30,000 people which was the record before you know the Falcon. i meant the Falcons. I'm sorry Atlanta United blew out of the water. I think XFL could beat that. I think XFL could Get over 30,000 for a game um, Maybe not the first year but um, At some point I think they can get that much um, You know they added to it they added bleachers and stuff they had about a thousand seats when the Chargers got there. They added radio booths and stuff, so um, they added two, you know, locker rooms for the, for the football teams. Um, so the good thing is that the XFL is moving there, and they're kind of just taking over from the Chargers. Because by the end, the Chargers will be going to the new stadium with the Rams, so they're kind of just filling in what the Chargers are. So I mean, it's a soccer stadium, but it has been upgraded um, for football. So I think it's going to be a good home for the XFL team. I think LA is a good spot because it's the second biggest city in the world. Entertainment capital of the world, too. I just don't like how it looks on TV, I guess, and I just don't think it's a great football stadium. The fans can have great views, but just us as fans that can't get out there watching it, I just, I was not a big fan of it. Um, now, number five, it's not so much I don't like the stadium, I just ain't seen it enough. Um, but I just, I the reason I had it ranked above the other three is cause where it's at. And, like, how you can just excuse me, let me get some drink. How you can they can use where it's at to their advantage, XFL can. So, number five is TDECU Stadium in Houston. Now, the reason I put this one at five is um, one, it's at a college, um, which I think is awesome. Can you imagine going to school there and getting tickets to go to the XFL play? Like, can you imagine, like, oh. You know, it's the Saturday before spring break was party after the XFL game. So I think it's I think it's awesome. Um again, it's a forty thousand seat stadium, which to me is about right. Twenty to forty thousand is about right. That's why I had Met at, at number eight. Um and the Dome you know Dome could fit a lot of people too, that's why it was kinda at seven. This seems more inside the the realm of possibility. Forty thousand know twenty to forty thousand. It's fairly new. Um opened August twenty ninth, two thousand fourteen. So it's gonna be about six years old, which is fairly new. By the time the XFL you know debuts in twenty twenty. Um the reason why I like it it's on Houston campus. They can use their practice facilities. They you know they kind of I don't want to say they're basing it, you know, they're gonna be doing the Spring League in Texas um this coming up year. And you know they could do training camps, get all eight teams together at the facilities in Houston, they can use the practice facilities. They can use the stadium. I think that it'd be smart to use the Houston area since they can use the colleges. And they already talked about it. They can use the colleges', colleges facilities and everything. Um, he'll let the players dorm up uh, together and stuff. Get get some bonding going on when they do training camps. I think it'd be great. I, I you know I have it at five. It's in the middle of the pack, almost. Um, you know, it's a 40,000 seat stand. Like I said, I think that's perfect. Uh, it's fairly new um, Students, you know, you have students there. That's the thing. It's gonna be rocking there because you gonna have students there You know, it ain't like they don't have it. They don't have they have NFL team and they have a college team obviously but to get those college kids in there and root for the alternative Um, I ain't saying the XFL's gonna be kind of built towards Millennials so it's gonna be kind of a mix between millennial rules and old school football But get them in there and get them rocking, you know, get this, sc- you know, get- have a student not Give voice t- tickets to, you know, honor students or something. I don't know. Just get, have it in there. Get this college kid in there. Get him, get him a little bit tipsy. And let him be rowdy. I think, uh, and, and, and imagine when Houston plays Dallas. That's going to be another week one game. Give me L.A. and St. Louis. Give me Houston and Dallas that first week. And just leave me alone. And I'll be happy with the other games like Tampa and Seattle maybe. And let's see who else is it. Washington and New York. Hell yeah. Washington, New York. Tampa, Seattle. Houston, Dallas. L.A. St. Louis, give me, give me, give me that week one, February eighth and ninth, or 8th and ninth, oh, ninth and tenth. 9th and I don't know. Give me that that weekend, and I'll just sit there quietly with my popcorn, um, with my girlfriend, just watching football all weekend. That I, that that has me excited. I'm I'm ready to go. But yeah, Houston number five. I think it's I think it's a great stadium. It's a new stadium. I like where it's at. Number four, we we're going back to um, uh, go back to NFL stadium. Um, oh, click on the wrong thing here. I'm sorry. Let's see. It's gonna be Tampa. It's gonna be uh Raymond James Stadium. Now, again, I have nothing against the stadium. It is wonderful. I like watching TV, you know, I like watching games on TV. It's hot. It's gonna really be hot there in February even. Um it's the new Zombrero. It's got the pirate ship out there. I think I think Tampa's a good spot for the XFL for two reasons. One it's Florida, <laughs> and you have to have a team in Florida. It's a hotbed. It's a hotbed for football. Florida is two. People don't realize that snowbirds come down from Canada to Florida. I mean, that time of year, maybe I mean they need something to do. Maybe they go to XFL game. You know, five times out of the year. Um, I love the stadium. It's it hosted a couple of Super Bowls. Uh, Thirty-five with the Ravens and blowing out the Giants. Um, it's going to hold. Let's see. It held. Thirty-three, which is my favorite football game of all time, Pittsburgh and Arizona, and a classic. Um, And then it's going to host Super Bowl forty-five in twenty twenty. Think about this: it is possible. I'm sorry, twenty twenty-one, twenty season. But I mean, it is possible for one week. It's going to host Super Bowl. Next week, it's going to host an XFL game. Come twenty twenty-one, and yes, XFL will be around. Come twenty twenty-one, fight me. Um, The only thing I don't like about the stadium is again the size. I think if they would have stuck. To the smaller venues, the twenty to forty thousand range. Which again, I'm gonna harp on that probably for the next year. We'll see what attendance is like. They have to start signing players in early 2019. They got to start building the hype to let us know it's real. And we got cities, and we got the XFL name, and we got a vague, vague understanding of the rules. We don't know all the rules yet. Um, So I mean, they got to sell us on something. You know, until the cities are announced, I'm sitting there going, Are they? Are they really doing this? Um But yeah, I think this is gonna be I think it's gonna be great. I think Tampa is a great place. It's held national championships playoff games Tampa To be honest with you the Tampa Bay team ain't been great the last few years if XFL can get in there and Give them a winning team Um, I Think I think I think they'll come out. I don't think they're gonna fill out 70,000 seats I can see them doing half that set, you know, 35,000 in Florida you know it's a, it's anywhere in Florida with a beach and a name like Campo Miami Orlando, I amazed mean, they didn't go to Miami um the Miami Vices would have been a good team name, <laughs> but um anywhere with a name like Tampa and Miami I mean in Florida they're gonna be visitors there they're gonna be tourists especially in the colder months up here and going up or, you know up north coming down to Florida um I think they do well I think they' do well um uh, again Raymond James Stadium is number four Ray j as they call them. um so number three on the uh my rankings of the venues again, tweet me follow me on twitter at is underscore x f l this is the x f l podcast on facebook you know that's my two main things like my page you know follow me on apple I'm on apple podcast Google anyway you can get podcast that pretty much um number three is CenturyLink link in Seattle to me I don't know if anybody agrees with me Seattle was the one place I was like oh oh they're getting an XFL team St. Louis you kind of can see coming from a mile away. be honest with you everyone for the AAF I don't I think San Diego woulda got a team um, I think Oakland might be an expensive team one day uh, maybe Atlanta well, we'll hope so but when they said soccer I was like mm, really uh, Seattle Seattle's gonna Seattle's gonna get an XFL team and um, and again, usually I harp on it being too big. They could do soccer stadiums. CenturyLink Field is Seattle soccer stadium. It's where the Sounders play. And the reason why I rank this one pretty high, even though the you know as many people as it can hold, uh, it can hold sixty nine thousand. It can hold thirty nine thousand for MLS because they tarp off the top. And I've seen videos. I don't want soccer a lot, but I've seen videos of. The soccer there, and they tape it off, or you know, tarp it off at the top, and they make it look good. They make it look really good, even though it's not a packed house, it's only got 39,000 people in there. So that got me to thinking you know, you got one of the loudest, oh, I'm sorry, the loudest to me place in the world football wise. I know it's all you can see, but you haven't caused an earthquake. um got the loudest stadium. It's looks good on T V when it's tarped off, like they're gonna probably need to do. And it's in a city that loves their football. I mean the last few years I mean let's be honest when it's in the Kingdom stuff nobody really gave a crap about Seattle. But since they've been good, they do. Um and even uh the C- uh radio hosts up there in Seattle said they they're excited about the XFL and more excited for the XFL than the NHL, um because they just got you know an NHL team. Uh, Pete Carroll said, of course they think that XFL is a good idea. Pete Carroll, the head coach of one of the best teams in the league the last you know five ten years, thinks it's a good idea to be here. Um, I, and I think the fans will come out. They're gonna be rowdy. What's you know? Let's get XFL from twelves. Um. Like I said, it's going to look good, tarped off like they need to do. Um, so that's why it's number three. Uh, the other two's higher just because of the atmosphere. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in what it's going to look like. Um, so, number two is Dallas. Um, They're playing at a damn baseball field. Um, when they announced where it was at, I knew they couldn't do Jerry World. I got that. But they're going to turn Globe Life Park, the Rangers baseball field, into a football field. And here's why it's number two. The primary tenant is gonna be the Dallas XFL team. They're the that they're, they're the only team that has primary tenants On their on their thing So they're gonna turn this baseball field and recondition it They they're changing the way stadiums are gonna be done here in Dallas and a lot of times it'd be torn down It'd be a parking lot or a mini mall or uh, You know just mostly a parking lot for a new stadium nine times out of ten and now it's gonna be It's gonna be it's gonna be a damn football field um, it's a wonderful venue, you know, was, a lot of people love the Love the stadium. Only problem is they didn't have a retractable roof and it gets hot in Texas So they're building a new even though the, the stadium is not that old They're building a new stadium with a retractable roof and now they're gonna have to figure out what they do with this old one um, So what they're gonna do is they're gonna turn it into a, a football field And it's gonna be interesting to see what it looks like as a football field, which I don't see, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any plans or anything, um, for what it could look like as a football field. But I'm excited to see it because it's a beautiful stadium. Um, from what I got to looking at on Wikipedia, it says for football it can hold about twenty five thousand people. So like I said, they're going to redo it, make it football friendly, and I think more than anything, just the thought of a baseball field. I ain't talking about like Oakland either, but like this one's like an intimate. It's gonna be like an intimate feel. I don't know if y'all remember from two thousand one. To me, the coolest stadium there is in the original XFL was in San Francisco, and that's the where they had the most fans at because it's just unique watching a game there. And I think they're gonna have the same thing in Dallas. It's a te- Texas loves their football, so ta- de- to me, Texas and Houston is going to in St. Louis is going to the top three. Um, Attendance numbers to come 2020 st. Louis Houston Dallas um, and st. Hell st. Louis is leading all the teams and Twitter followers. So, you know It's gonna be interesting to see that but I think I think those three is gonna be the highest um, highest ranked attendance numbers um, so that's why I got Dallas number two just for the uniqueness of it the fact that they're turning a baseball field into a football field making it intimate and they're gonna be the primary tenants. Number one, if you did, um, you know, if you kind of figured it out by now, let me go over it again. Um, New York was number eight. Uh, St. Louis, St. Louis was number seven. L.A. StubHub was six. Houston TDECU Stadium was five. Raymond James Stadium in Tampa was four. CenturyLink was three. Globe Life in Dallas was two. Number one. Audi Field, oh I'm sorry, Audi Field, in Washington. This stadium is just dope. It's 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 been open by the time XFL starts it's been open a year and a half. It's the newest stadium there. It's intimate. It's exactly what they need to what they needed to find um, in a stadium. It's twenty thousand people. It's intimate. They're gonna have a rocking. It's in a great part of the neighborhood out there in Washington, close to Washington Nationals Park. Um, It's the home stadium of DC United. It's going to be the fan experience there is going to be insane. It's it's really nice. Um, It's it's going to be intimate. You're going to be they're going to be right there on the field. I think it's the best stadium they have Um, in XFL. The only downside to it. And I know I ranked it number one, is the way that the soccer team, DC United, is kind of pissed off by XFL being there. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard the reports or not. They want XFL to cover any damage to the field, um, and they don't want the schedule an XFL game and a soccer game within the same week because um, it's going to be going on at the same time. So they're kind of pissed off about it, them doing that there. They said, hey, if it needs to be signed or anything, XFL is going to pay for it. Like Vincent Man, a damn beer in there, he'll pay for it. Stop me and babies, share the stadium. Um it's a really nice stadium, It's state of the art. It's the newest stadium in the MLS. And it's the newest stadium in the XFL. I think it's gonna be great to see on TV. It's gonna be a hell of a atmosphere out there in the nation's capital. And it is my number one venue for the XFL. That's all for this week. Um it's getting kinda late, kinda to go to bed. I got work in the morning. Um Well, this episode, not this week. (laughs) This is my second episode this week. Um, As soon as I can, I'm going to record an episode on the football history of St. Louis. Um, It might be Sunday night, Monday. um, After TLC. It might be Sunday night. But I'm going to go over the history of the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, all the way down to the greatest show on turf, um, to the XFL St. Louis team. It's not going to be totally in-depth. I'm going to kind of game over kind of like a book note. um, You know, kind of like just St. Louis football for dummies um, again, thank y'all for the support, thank you for liking me on Twitter, and listening to my podcast, it's raw, it's uncensored, there's no intro music, no outro music, there's no special effects, it's just me, my headphones, and a cell phone, um, this is gonna be my hobby for the next, you know, hopefully a few years, um, if y'all have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, if you have any reviews, just leave me a review on Twitter, even if it's negative, um, again, thank y'all, I appreciate y'all so much, um, uh, hopefully i get better at this as it goes i used to not be able to talk to you know anybody and here i am uh, making a podcast so i appreciate everything um if you have any questions let me know i know everybody's excited about my st louis episode can't wait to get it out thank y'all good night and um less doll more podcast i guess All right. good night everybody